Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. So here we go, Steve. On yes. The road, on the road again. <laughs> on the road someplace south, right? Uh, yeah, I heard you talking about the temperature, so I looked on our Chrysler Pacifica dashboard and found <laughs> 75 degrees oh above. My. Yeah. That would be nice. Well, we got Russ but, on the uh, line for you to start things off. Oh, good. Hey, Russ, top of the morning to you. How are you? Uh, I'm hot. I'm ready to take my sweatshirt off. We're down in Florida. Uh, came down uh, early week, went to Space World, uh, uh, you know, NASA Space Launch stuff, and uh, now we're headed over towards Fort Myers, and uh, we'll spend the next uh, week or so over there. So there. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Are you going to get to go fishing at all or just hanging out? Well, we can fish off the docks uh, without a license. They say we can shore fish for free. Neat. Yeah, looking forward to it. Really nice weather. Uh, had some thunderstorms last night. They they don't need the rain, but uh, they do have a lot of lakes. In fact, I'm going to walk back to my car here. We're in the parking lot at Eureka Springs, uh, Florida. Has uh, the number one listing for fishing with Minnesota ranked number six. Yeah, but they have a lot of inland lakes. People that have never traveled the middle of Florida don't realize how many lakes there are there. And uh, we sent a lot of stuff down to Florida from people from Michigan and uh, Minnesota and uh, northern Wisconsin that fish crappies and bass and things like that. Uh, and uh, we sent a lot of things that we use here that they can't get down there. So uh, every now and then they'll, they'll buy gulp and slurpees and things like that from Northland that aren't, aren't nearly available there that they're used to fishing with. So there's a lot of inland water there. Yeah, I was surprised at that very same thing. <clears throat> They're not all big lakes. Uh, some are the size of, you know, a nice big farm pond, but there's rivers that kind of rumble through too. And absolutely, it's, it's not all it's not all offshore fishing. No, it's not. It's not all saltwater, which it's known for. But there's a lot of inland fishing there. It's, uh, there's a lot of inland water. And uh, there's some big water, like Lake Monroe and things like that. And they have stripers. And uh, I was down there maybe uh, 25 years ago. And there was a couple guys with a, with an electric downrigger. And they couldn't. They wanted to go fishing stripers, and they were struggling. And, uh, yeah. and uh, so I just went over to see what they were doing. I didn't realize they were struggling. So we don't know how to use this. So I ran them through it and how to use a release and things like that. And off they went. So, yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, last time I talked to you from Florida, we were up at uh, a place called Wakula, Wakula Springs. That's up by Tallahassee. Yeah. Today I'm at Eureka Springs, which is a state park. Uh, apparently there's a spring over there, but we can't get in. The doors are locked or the gates gates are locked. So what are people doing right now as, uh, as we're in the midst of, uh, well, winter? Well, it is, but it's so weird because it's warm. So, so uh, we we are very busy. People are going ice fishing, and they're they're finding places to go where uh, and this ice pack or snowpack, of course, is with this warmer weather we've had twice now. 
has relaxed a bit. Um, a lot of people uh, snowshoeing into into these lakes. Uh, a lot of folks are able to walk into them. We're not driving on them, but there's some four-wheelers going, some snowmobiles. Yep. Uh, we sold more fish and tackle this week than we sold all winter. Uh, we're selling more rods and reels. A lot of people going uh, into the trout lakes up out of the Gunflint and things like that. So yeah. We're, yeah. we're back to pretty well normal. It's uh, People are going every day and stuff. We're not selling a ton of big ice houses because people can't throw them on, but uh, on the lake, yeah. we're selling a lot of pop-ups, you know, so a lot of augers going out the door, so it's pretty normal, and we've got all these sales on clothing and everything, so people are taking advantage of that. But the part that was surprising, and I could see it coming, are the amount of people working on their boats. And so uh, Connor and I spent all day doing quotes, and we're so far behind on quotes right now. And the Duluth show coming up next uh, Thursday have uh, got us running in circles. But we're getting there. We're, we're, we're working hard from, from 7 in the morning till 8, 9 at night sometimes. So we're catching up. Come on. Take a rest, Russell. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> Come on down here. <laughs> Get some yeah, yeah, something. All right. Yep. Um, you got the uh, the boat sports travel show underway. Yep. Yep, we do. And so we got the two booths there, you know, like always. So we'll take a lot of this half-price clothing and boots and hats, gloves, and mitts. We've got a bunch of rods coming in, uh, ice rods. Uh, th- this whole booth upstairs will be half-price. i got a bunch of snowshoes that are arriving today that we bought from out of, uh, believe it or not, out of Las Vegas. It was at a big show. This time of year, all the shows are going on to buy for next season. So these were on display, and so I got a deal on them. So we'll be selling snowshoes for 50 bucks a pair. Uh, and so that's wow. Like, that is half price. So we've got a bunch of those coming in, and, and uh, we've got, um, oh, golly, a lot of logo wear, hooded sweatshirts, things like that. Uh, we're getting a lot of stuff from uh, uh, Fish 13 and places like that. There was, there was an overrun of, of ice fish and stuff, and so they're they're helping us out and, uh, and giving us deals so we can put them in that booth. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then on the lower booth, it's just like always, we'll have, uh, we'll have um, uh, hats, gloves, mitts, uh, uh, for summer stuff, and then we'll have uh, uh, electronics, rods, reels, nets, all that stuff too. So, so it's uh, that's what we're doing. We're we're getting ready for the show. You're not just clearing out the store. You also have brand new stuff like the new electronic gear. Yeah, down on the lower floor, that'll be and you know, Humminbird, Garmin, and and. Uh, Minn Kota will all be there. Uh, let's see who else. Lawrence will be there. Lawrence University will be going on. So if uh, you call the store, we've got six classes. We're filling them in. Uh, some free stuff. We'll probably have a little extra room when we get there. But we're pre uh, pre uh, filling all those seats. Twenty seats per class. There's six of them, and uh, it's free. And then when you uh, finish each course, uh, they'll uh, they'll put everybody's name in a hat and pull out a, a name for a twenty-five dollar Marine General gift card. And then uh, yeah. Cannon bought a whole bunch of fifty-dollar gift cards and hundred-dollar gift cards they're not having rebates at the factory this year they're doing them by by individual shows so they bought a bunch of gift cards from us and and uh when you buy a downrigger at the show they'll give you a 50 dollar 100 dollar gift card depending on what you buy and when the show is over they'll uh, they'll give those back to me and i'll give them their money back on the ones they didn't use and then that's over and that'll be the promotion for the year as far as rebates there'll be no no national promotion this year so sort of a duluth will be the only place that has that by the way it's a pretty neat deal uh so it's, uh, it's for them to do that so it's uh, it should be fun it is fun thank you russ francisco marine general supply keep a tight line thanks bye thank you all right we're uh, down here and um, let me think of the town again eureka springs which is somewhere in the flatlands between see where are we headed we're headed to the west coast east coast so we're right in the middle we just passed the disney stuff a little bit ago hey we take a break 
We'll be back. Ted Takasaki, who's one of the professional guides and a real pro good guy. We'll see if we can hook up with him. Dave, this might be very interesting. Ooh, you know I, thought I, mean. that, I thought that was next week. Because um, <laughs> I don't have... Uh-oh. Yeah, next week is the show, so... Okay, well, maybe it is next week. All right. Uh, Otherwise, what year I is this now? <laughs> I think we're in 2023, <laughs> but I couldn't be certain. Okay, call right. me if it changes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back right, in let's... just a bit. Where I this morning. <laughs> See? Singing we good. I was on? Yes. Well, we want to get you singing whenever possible, Rick. <laughs> no, uh, you don't. We got Superior Shooter Supply ready to roll. Pat Kukul, yes. how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I got singing, though. Just singing. Good. What's a good song? We could both sing along to that one. Yeah, that was a good song. That was. Well, the weather's nice. Oh, <laughs> you know where I am I, right now? I do. I do. But, you know, this, this time here in Florida doesn't mean it's warm. <laughs> uh, that's true. And last night, it a uh, heck of a thunderstorm overnight. Yeah, they've had their share, you know, too. So, so there. Yeah, <laughs> so there. But it was fun. But, uh, you know, we're getting ready for springtime and summertime. And honey season. Oh, we, we can always find something to do in, the, in this area. We always can. We can find something to do. And when there's nothing to do, we can go to banquets. So we can always do that to support the cause. We can look forward to the Douglas County Fish and Game League show on oh. the end of March. And then we can go to the turkey banquet on March 3rd. <laughs> and uh, it is March 3rd on Friday. We can, do, we can do that. And, you know, we can look around at turkey stuff and new guns that are coming in. And lo and behold, trap ammo, which we haven't seen for a while. So there's always something to do. Can, uh, I've got a dumb question. You know, you know me, right? Yeah. I What's know. the difference between actual I'm out in the woods hunting with this ammo and I'm at the trap? What is the difference? Trap is uh, actually regulated, especially in in the uh, you know competition as to what you can do, uh, and you it's yeah fine fine shot seven and a half eight eight and a half and nines only, and then a certain uh, depending on what you're competing at a certain speed, twelve gauge is legal, twenty gauge is legal. The hunting loads are going to have not necessarily, uh, you can use, obviously, larger shot sizes. And, of course, with waterfall, you're going to be losing, using steel. Uh, trapped, yep. uh, there's a, right now, 80% of it is still wood, so we're good on that yet. But there's a difference in speed, a difference in shot size. Uh, in fishing, we had, we've been worried about using the lead weights and stuff as yeah, they have. the shot, you know, you hooks the steel. Excuse me, but uh, like Russ told me here a couple of weeks ago that they have moved away from that slowly without really making a, hey, look at me, this is steel, not lead. So they're doing it slowly. They are, and we've been doing it for years, and, you know, it started with waterfall, oh, my goodness, 30 years ago. And uh, yep. the first yep. and the first waterfall was horrible. They were horrendous. You could throw up 
you could throw a handful of shot faster than those things could go. Well, now it's totally night and day. The speeds are way up there. It's you know it has now become excellent ammo. Thank goodness for that. But well, and often, what did yeah. they do to, to to correct that? Um, they well, you know, it, it's all about for some reason, and they're supposed to know this uh, because steel was lighter than lead. They couldn't right. get it to fast enough, and and speed kills. Oh. So it just took the right. They had to do the right powder. You know, they had to do the right wad too in the hulls, and it made a huge difference. But the first one, they just jumped into it quickly, and it, and it uh, didn't end well, really. Mm. So like you know, we're over that. You got a fight going on? You got a fight? Oh no, we got FedEx bringing even more things in. <laughs> Uh, some really good deals, then. You broke up there. I couldn't hear you. Okay, do you got some? You got some good deals for our folks. Well, we do. Again, we've got the trap loads in now, and we've got case prices on those. We have a lot of used handguns. So if you're in the market for a handgun and don't want to pay as much, we have a really, really good selection of used handguns right now. Uh, we really do. And, you know, it's just nice to have with some of the prices that are coming down, like on 9mm, for instance, or, you know, everything is sky high. I don't think we'll ever see some of this stuff back to where it was, but it's it's coming down. So that's kind of sort of like a sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you talk about high prices. Come on down to Florida. Now you can sit down there. That's okay. <laughs> well, okay, gas prices. We just saw a sign, gas 311 for prices. You know that's that's pretty okay, but when you walk into a restaurant, yeah, you better you better be taking tranquilizers because everything yeah. is just out of sight. Or if you want to pay a lot of sales tax, try Arizona. <laughs> that's worse. You know, they're gonna, yeah, it is. They're going to get you one way or another. You know, it's it's a yeah. show game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, your hours at Superior Shooter Supply. We're open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday. On the corner of August in the winter, so we're here to help. My next question. Thank you, Pat. See you later. You bet. Yeah. Uh, Rick Jordan here uh, with Jeff Jordan at the steering wheel. His mother is walking through Eureka Springs Park illegally because she did <laughs> not buy a ticket. Uh-oh. Yeah. Keep uh, an eye out for the coppers. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's a guy with a smoky bear hat. Uh-oh. Um, I think you're right about the home show. I think it's next week. Yeah, uh, the uh, sports travel camping show, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did I say, home show? Yeah, that's okay. It is 2023, and you're in Florida, so you're on vacation. Ah, uh, so is my brain. <laughs> All right. We'll be right I back. I think I've set up Ted Sakasaki about three different times. So <laughs> if he calls today, we'll put him on anyway. Okay? Oh, sure. Uh, if he can get through, that's the problem. I only have two lines, and if they're both occupied, he'll, he'll never get oh, in. Man. All right. Uh, we'll be right Thank back. You. No need to sing with this one, Rick. 930, Rick Jordan uh, on the way from Florida. How you doing, Rick? Oh, uh, Awesome. I'm I'm hot. <laughs> That's a nice problem to have, as we've got yeah. six degrees at the airport, seven downtown. Uh, driver, what do we have here? Seventy-seven? <laughs> Seventy-five. There yeah. we go. Well, you're about 70 degrees warmer than we are. Uh, Johnny's... So you're staying at, yeah, you're staying at your house, though, which is paid for? Yeah, yeah. 
uh, we're staying in a hotel that <laughs> costs an arm and a leg. I would imagine so, yeah. Well. All right. Johnny Charles from yes. Top of the Morning. Hi, how you doing? Good. By the way, this yeah. is KDAL, the Luke Superior. At, uh, I'm going to say 1031. I'm off by an hour, right? Yeah, it's uh, 931. Yeah, 931. Johnny, how's this weather doing for you? Is business okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a, got a good string of people coming into archery and... There's quite a few folks fishing the harbor these days, so we're keeping the lights on. Keeping the lights on. I just uh, was reading a story in oh some outdoor magazine that was left at the hotel. <clears throat> um, archery, you have to make a reservation to do target practice. That's how busy it is oh. down here. Yeah, yeah, there's- Quite a bit of quite a bit more population there. Yeah, there's oh, a, that's for no, sure. no reservations required here. We're 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 good to go. How much does it cost to shoot for what an hour? Uh, the shooting fee is uh, eight dollars for adults and uh, and five dollars for youth, and uh, you can shoot all day for that. Okay, I'm coming up there. I want to shoot, and I haven't done that for, well, since high school. Actually, college. Um, how, I mean, do you do you have stuff that I can rent or use, try out? Yes, we have a, we have a, quite a few demo bows already set up, and if someone wants to come in and shoot a bow, we'll, uh, we'll find something in the proper weight range and, uh, and right or left-handed, and mm-hmm. uh, we have we have bows for uh, for the the eight-year-olds to the eighty-year-olds, so we can we can get we can fit anyone. Cool, and one size does not fit all. Nope, nope. There's a, a lot of different draw lengths out there, but uh, mm-hmm. but we can we got some of these modern bows. You can take the draw length from uh, 19 inches all the way to 30 inches, and and uh, you can have that same bow uh, set up to fit just about anyone. <laughs> okay, good. Hey, uh, I don't think I've talked to you since you were up up on the Gunflint. Uh, you did some fishing up there? Yeah, you bet. We went up there for the trout opener, had a real good time, stayed at Trail Center, and, and uh, mm-hmm. got a few decent rainbows off uh, Birch Lake and had a nice adventure. What uh, was the depth of the ice? Uh, there we were around about two feet of ice, and uh, we were really expecting uh, slushy conditions, and we got up there, and the ice was thick and beautiful, and there wasn't any slush, and there was just enough snow to uh, to bank the ice houses, so... It was uh, yeah. pretty near perfect conditions up uh, near the Canadian border. Cool. And naturally, you slept in a nice warm bed then at Trail Center. Trail Center, yeah. They, they had the they had the heat on, and it was uh, uh, very very nice to be able to get off the snowmobile and and, uh, and, and get into a, a a nice cabin. We got a few extra minutes today because I was 
allowing it for Ted Takasaki. As it turns out, I had the wrong Friday. So I'm going to ask you a question <laughs> about bait. I know it's early. We won't be using yep. your live bait for fishing opener for several months. But this weather, do you think it's going to help or hinder uh, the propagation of minnows, leeches, whatever? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I know last winter, a year ago, conditions were poor, and our uh, our bait people um, they fought with it all all summer long trying to get bait. Uh, I I think this winter so far the lakes are in a little better condition for uh, keeping the bait alive, and and we're we're really hoping yeah. to get a good uh, a good open water season as far as the bait yeah. goes, but, uh, you know, you know the, the crystal ball is still a little bit foggy. So we're a little foggy. We're, yeah. we're, hope, we're hoping for good conditions and good bait this year, but uh, I guess we're going to really find out yeah. in another few yeah. months. Not that, not that far away. All right, Johnny, uh, your hours for archery and the bait shop. Archery opens up at 9, bait shop opens up at 6, both of them close together at 8 o'clock and uh, 7 o'clock on Sundays. Good. Thank you very much. We'll see you in a, live and in color in a couple of weeks. Thanks, John. We're at uh, Eureka Springs, Florida, where it's hotter than blazes now. And <laughs> I have to take off my sweatshirt, Dave. I wow. Honestly, I haven't sweated like this since... Fourth of July. And you said earlier you were in the flatlands. Isn't all of Florida flatlands? Uh, they have. Actually, they've got a, a town really? to the north called something like Hillsboro, I think. And Florida's only high stuff is up, up towards the Georgia border. Oh, okay. Way up there. And literally hills, right. not mountains. Right. But average old hills. All right, we'll take another break. We'll be back with Superior Guns and Ammo. It is coming up on 937 at KDAO. Very interesting. Uh, my son is sitting in our Chrysler Pacifica with, uh, uh, it's, got, it's got the, what do you call it, uh, hybrid. So it, it goes on gasoline or tires. Uh-huh. Wow. It runs on battery. And we have been driving this now about six days and still have half a tank of gas left. So that electric thing, that's kind of cool. That is pretty amazing. I like it. As long as you got a place like to plug it. in, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, it charges itself. Oh, I see, when you're running on gas. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's really neat. All right. Uh, we've got uh, Aaron uh, from Superior Guns and Ammo on the line. Aaron, top of the morning to you. How's it going? Good. I'm in Florida. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I know. Should be. I got 76, 75 degrees. So it's pretty okay. So what's new? I know every week we talk, something something is better, different, popping up. Tell us about what's new lately. Uh, right now we're uh, opening up for people to come down here and uh, bring in their brass that they've been collecting. Uh, we're going to buy some brass from people, uh, once fired, whatever, you know, mixed stuff. They don't need to sort it. They don't need to clean it. Bring it in by the bucket full. We're weighing it out and paying a uh, good premium for it. We also have some ammo on sale down here, some ammo incorporated stuff, uh, a couple bucks off a box for Friday and Saturday. 
Uh, we're really pushing up the uh, consignment sales where anybody can come in and put their gun in here for sale. We'll sell it for them. Yeah. I kind of like go for the, you know, the ultimate wow. So what is the coolest gun that you know of that was brought in on consignment for someone else to, to use? Uh, a lot of the older military guns, like the old M1As and some of the older uh, – you know, 303 Britishes. We get a, lot, a bunch of those in, and people absolutely love them. I've actually bought one myself down here. See, now that's the cool stuff that we love to hear about. Yeah, we got a really good selection of used guns down here. We take in trades. All we buy guns from people. If you have a gun that's sitting in the closet, something that you haven't used for years, and you you want yeah. something new, bring it on down. Sitting in the closet. That's that's sad for something that's so athletic, if you will. <laughs> oh yeah. We do have some oddball ammunition down here. We get it in all the time. Some of those uh, mm -hmm. hard to find ones. Uh, we got a guy that we, you know, put a feeler out to, and he finds us all the good stuff that we need. So you can find ammunition for the old military guns. Yeah, we've had uh, quite a bit of the 303 British in here. We've had some of the old. Uh, three, we had some 358s in here the other day. I think we still have some back there. Uh, a bunch of the old uh, six, you know, Carcanas and all that stuff. I don't know how he did it, but my wife's dad had a German pistol. I forget the name of it. Uh, I think that ended up with one of the other brothers-in-law. But it was a cool unit. Would you have ammo for that old thing? Uh, if not, I'm sure we can look around and try to find it. Well, that's great. I appreciate it. Uh, you're ours. Uh, 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 on Saturday. Beautiful. Thank it's you. Really often if somebody comes in at the end and they need something, we stay late for them. We'll stay, you know, extra time if we need to. That's very nice, very polite. Thank you very much, Aaron. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. You have a good day. Superior guns and ammo on Ogden. Well, we got to take a break. I just took my sweatshirt off, Strandy. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. That's right? all right. Cool enough. That's a good thing. Yeah. Make sure you put the sunscreen right. on now. Too late. Okay. Too late. I got burned already. A couple <laughs> days ago. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. All right. Thank you. You bet. One less bell hey, to uh, answer. I just got a, speaking of bells, I just got a call or a message from Chris. From the Home Show Boat Show? Yeah. Today is the day we talked to Ted Takasaki. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he didn't yeah. call, or I didn't get his call, so. Uh, do you have his number? Apollo no, I do not. Does not have the number. Well, I don't want to give it over the air. No. Uh, hang on. I'll talk to my assistant. <laughs> Your wife, Nancy? Yeah. Did you email that message to Dave in the control room? Um, yeah. Can you call him and have him call here? Okay. Or I'll your assistant? That. Yeah. Meanwhile, My assistant. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. we have Dave from Northwest Outlet ready to roll. Hang on a second, Dave. All, all the yeah. Dave. All right. But, we, yeah, we would have to talk to Dave and then take a break so the, uh, yeah, the guy right. could call. So. Okay. Dave, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Dave Miller? Yeah, yeah. Good morning. We're, All kinds of interesting things going on. 
a little discombobulated down here in uh, beautiful Florida. <laughs> oh, those alligators will get you every time. But hey, my wife said she did. She just went for a walk, and there was a gator uh, sunning herself on the beach, and just <laughs> kind of strolled away. So, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I I like it up here right now, Rick. I can't argue you at all. This is a nice break for a few days, a week. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, gotta, I don't want to live here. Yeah. Oh no, it's too hot. I, I got to tell you, last, uh, let's see, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Mary and I went up the shore, and we went cross-country skiing. And gosh, I'll tell you, it was just gorgeous going up there. We uh, we skied at uh, Silver Bay, we skied at Grand Marais, and, and we skied at Two Harbors. And we hiked a bunch of different places, too. Wow. What was yeah. the weather like? You know, it was gorgeous. It was sunshiny all day long, a little bit of wind, and not too cold. Uh, a little warm on the first day, but snow conditions were great. Um, an incredible number of people out, but, you know, yet the roads were quiet. And and I just hear here, too, that uh, there's a candlelight ski coming up here, skiing snowshoe at the Iron River National Fish Hatchery. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So this Saturday, hang on, I from, gotta, hang on a second, Dave. I got to correct you. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to get a hold of uh, uh, another guest. And, I, I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that happened. Well, you've been down here, right? I uh, yeah. Yep. It's getting incredibly crowded. The houses are springing up. The buildings are springing up overnight. And the highways are absolutely jam-packed, and they tax the heck out of everything. So there. <laughs> and hopefully you're not standing on a fire ant hill. <laughs> I wouldn't know what they are, but they sound awful. Oh, oh those they, things. Yeah, oh. they are nasty. They are nasty. So, yeah. And so, Rick, I know you're kind of really tied up here, but uh, for anybody that's interested, candlelight ski at the Iron River Fish Hatchery this tomorrow night. Um Six until eight. They got some snowshoes. Um, anyhow, that's a great opportunity for people. But you know, at the store right now, we got our winter clearance sale going on, and they even dug out the summer stuff and hung it out. So, so there's uh, like the Columbia, North Face, all the clothing, the, the from the little kid stuff to the big kids, the footwear, the the hat socks and gloves. We got all kinds of specials going on at the store right now. So. Folks are, I mean, this is just the time to come in and get what you need and still get out and have fun. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for putting up with me on the road. Yeah, yeah, good, good. So you have a good week, and thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Rick, we have Ted on the line, thank goodness. Ah, yay, Ted Takasaki. Great you betcha. to you again. Great. It's great to be with you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, last time we chatted, I don't know how many years ago, a couple of decades, you had just won some major championship, and you're still uh, at it. Yeah, yeah for sure. I just uh, It's been a great uh, 30 years in this career uh, as, a, as a professional angler, and it's just great to be back here in lacrosse again. Uh, when you're a professional angler, um, I know you get a lot of stuff for free, and that's, you know, one of the cool things about 
that business. Everybody wants free stuff. But you really have to work your butt off to put money in the bank fishing. No doubt about that. Uh, You know, it's a sport that, you know, thousands and thousands of anglers would love to be in. And I've been fortunate to to make a living out of it for the last uh, 30 years. And and, uh, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I always tell somebody who wants to live, uh, make a living in it is that you cannot... uh, you can't eat uh, hooks and and uh, and lures and, and fishing line, you know. So I uh, I I've always made a point of uh, you know uh, making proposals that included dollars along with uh, free product. And um, so you know, you, yeah. in order to be able to make a living in it, got You got to have dollars, not not just free stuff. Yeah. Well, like you said, you've been doing this professionally for close to three. Uh, three decades, and you started at the bottom, but you had that personality that people kind of went to. You were fun to be around, and that helped you a lot. <laughs> oh, well, you have to have a personality for it. I mean, you've got to love doing what you love to do. you got to love doing the promotions and the radio interviews and the television interviews. And, and uh, I, that was, I focused on that at the very beginning. I mean, I, I never, uh, you've got to perform well in the tournaments and, um, and on fishing shows, but it's also the promotion of, of the sport is important as well. Yeah, I remember talking to a guy that did win one of the big ones, oh, I think at uh, at uh, whew, Walker area, Lakes. The big oh, one okay, Lakes Lake. Yeah, Lakes Lake. And and I had him on the phone, and he he, he froze. He, he couldn't talk. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you do get thrown with a different type of question that you might have been expecting, but, you know, you have to have a of a whole repertoire of different answers in the back of your head, no matter what uh, what kind of question is thrown at you. So, and I yeah. I can understand that. You know, I mean, it just it is uh, it is the nature of the beast when it comes to interviews. Fishing is more than just having a minnow, a leech, crawler, and some some hooks. There's a lot of practice you have to look at before you go to the water. You have to know that lake. You know that that that's a great question. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you can uh, you you have a repertoire of different techniques that you know should work for that lake, and uh, you tr- you go through a whole sequence of different tactics as you you know as you practice. I mean, we I usually have a five practice before the big two day or three day tournament, and uh, um, by the time I'm done with five days, I've I've covered most of the lake. Uh, the different uh, tactics that you know that lake usually uh, uh, does well with, and uh, so if sometimes I feel really good about the the beginning of a tournament, and some days I don't, you know. So over the course of time, I guess I've I've guessed right more times than not, and uh, yeah. have done relatively well in this career. It's, it's a tough it's a tough profession to be in, no doubt about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Where's home for you? I live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota now, but I was in Brainerd, Minnesota, for uh, over 10 years as the president of Lindy Fishing Pickle. So uh, I've been able to, since, yeah, since we sold the company, uh, I think that was in 2009 or 2008. 2008, I think, right before the crash or the recession at that point. And, uh, and since then, I've been making a living full-time uh, fishing. Favorite lake? 
Boy, that's a great question. Um, I would say just for the size of fish and the number of fish you can catch, Lake Erie is one of them. But uh, I love Leech Lake, too, because I think Leech mm-hmm. has got a, a wide variety of different species of fish. The fish are always big. And, um, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty, they can be tricky at times, but they're pretty easy to catch for the most part. Well, Leech and its companion lake up the highway a little bit, uh, uh, Winnie, are loaded yes. with fish, but it, it seems like only a, a good handful of people catch the good fish. <laughs> yeah, you know, the thing is, uh, it's, it's always knowing where they're at, what they're biting on, and uh, how to present the lure to those fish. And I think that's the that's really the key to fishing, is, is understanding the behavior of the fish, where the fish are going to be, uh, how they're reacting to uh, weather conditions. I mean, they're a living, breathing critter that move around so they don't stay in one place and that's the key is you got to keep moving all the time well we did well here before why isn't it biting now you know (laughs) exactly well because they move (laughs) sometimes they go deeper sometimes they go shallower and sometimes they they leave the whole area all at one time and that's what makes it kind of frustrating but um but you know that's the best challenge to to catch and fish on a consistent basis in the final minute here, here's the tough one. One lure you okay. can go out on the lake with. One lure. What is it? I would, uh, I would take a bottom. This, that, that's an actually one. I would take a bottom bouncer with a spinner or a plain hook and a bead with some sort of live bait behind it. And uh, you control it slow. You control it fast. You can, you can work that bottom bouncer deep. You can work it shallow. There's a lot of different ways to work that uh, that. Uh, technique but uh, it's my favorite Uh, i've caught walleyes from arkansas to uh, Mm -hmm. uh, minnesota from new york to montana with a bottom bouncer and a spinner so we're sitting in a parking lot at eureka springs florida my son is an avid walleye angler we can't pick up kdal (laughs) radio down here i wish i could hear that answer on paper (laughs) (laughs) oh there you go (laughs) <laughs> All right, we'll see you at the uh, the boat show next week here in Duluth, right? You betcha. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, uh, you know, like being from, I lived in Brainerd, Minnesota, which isn't too far from Duluth, so I'm looking forward right. to coming up there. I'm, I'm sure there's probably five feet of snow sitting uh, sitting on the streets. Oh, be positive. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> talk and talk. See you later. See you next week. Hey, Strandy, thank you very much for putting up with me. You're going to have to do it again next Friday. (laughs) All right, talk to you then. Thanks.